Hi there, I'm Stan Baker, one of the hosts for Circle Forum, along with Shelley Steele and Steve Young. In this episode, we discuss hot buttons. Someone's always pushing something, so what do you do about it? I think learning and understanding more about dealing with hot buttons is really important because it can help you in your day-to-day work in schools, with students, with other staff, and with parents. And if you're currently finding that you are reacting a lot, then this episode is for you because it can help you to reflect afterwards on how best to proceed next time it happens. Some of the things we talk about. Recognize the hot button and do something in the moment, like taking a breath before responding, or use the restorative questions for your reflection, or even out loud in the moment. In the moment, ask what the person needs today, and Also in the moment, ask if this is the right time or the right place to respond. At the end of this episode, be sure to visit our website, www.restorative.ca, where you can find free restorative resources. And if you enjoy this, please subscribe on YouTube. Now let's head over to this discussion with Shelley, Steve, and me, Stan. What do we do in situations where adults or students push those hot buttons for us. They get a reaction from us. We respond maybe in ways that aren't helpful, but somebody's pushed our buttons. How can we deal with that restoratively? I think first, and it's not always easy to do, we have to know what our button hot buttons are and know that when they've been pushed. And we don't always know that until they've been pushed or we take time afterwards to reflect on that. Why did I react in that way? Why did I respond in that way? That's not usually the way I I move into these things. That's the reflection part of knowing what's happening for yourself. And if you've done that ahead of time, or you can start to do that reflection, you're going to be more prepared next time that it might just be a deep breath. You've got to take when somebody has hit that spot. I'm not going to react right now. And I'm more prepared for this, but it still gets pushed. It's what you do with it. Right. And you have to know yourself. And we all know that we all have good days and bad days. And if we're already having a bad day and you're behind schedule and you're frustrated and now you got to deal with one more issue, you're less likely to be on your guard for those button pushing statements that people make. And then you're going to start fighting back because you're not really in the right frame of mind yourself to have that conversation. That being said, you can't always avoid those. If you're a teacher and there's some kids causing noise or you're a principal or a VP and you're walking around, there's something going on, you have to address it. You can't say, well, I'm having a bad day. I'll address it tomorrow. So, it, But it's also knowing what is your purpose of addressing that issue? If you're wading into a conversation, if you, is your purpose to get them to comply with your expectations or is your purpose to change the way they're acting? Is it, do you want immediate compliance? Do you want this to be someone just want to calm them down so we get back to work you think of teachers in the classroom and a group of kids are loud and boisterous and making noise what's your purpose you want them to settle down and get back to work so you go over there and start making commands and directives and you better settle down and get your work done or you're going to fail and making all these veiled threats because that's just going to escalate right and then they're going to start to push your buttons and we know with teenagers they love to push buttons just because they can if it's a group of adults, same thing. What's your purpose? Is it to get them to move along somewhere or whatever? So if you can rehearse in your mind and know what it is you want to do and then think restoratively and using those restorative questions. So we all know that 
the worst thing you can tell somebody when they're agitated is to calm down because that's going to push their button and then they're going to push your buttons in return. But if you really want them to calm down, you don't say calm down. You say, can you tell me what's happening? Is there something I can do to help? Or our expectation here is that everybody work quietly. Is there something I can do so we can meet that? So you work your way around to getting them to calm down without actually telling them, giving them a command, because that just gets everybody angry. So a number of interesting things that you've mentioned there is, first of all, you're using a question rather than a statement. So question, depending on what question it is, will move you more to the with box than the to box. And part of what happens with pushing buttons, if somebody pushes my buttons, then I react, and then that might trigger something for someone else, right? And I don't really know what the reason is for this. However, for myself, it keeps coming back to me. These are the things that get me going. So if I'm noticing a pattern in my responses to, for example, parents or a family to start to reflect on what what's happening when I get together with those parents, what do I think about then? What do I think about it now? How's that impacted me and them? What's been the hardest thing for me? And what do I think I need to do to change it so it doesn't become a hot button conversation. So I've used the restorative questions. So you can use those questions to reflect on your own responses, your own behaviors, but sometimes it's also helpful to speak it out loud. So if you have somebody trusted that you can have that conversation with and just move through those questions, but you're saying it out loud and sharing it with somebody that, that you trust to maybe give some feedback or reflection to you as well. If it's something you're really struggling with connecting with somebody. Nope. Let's get really let's get really personal. We had a situation that came up in dealing with some folks where there was some real pushback and our buttons were being pushed as trainers by just simply yeah, lack of engagement, almost yeah, opposition to some of the stuff we were saying. The, that pushed buttons for each one of us. Mm-hmm. Without getting into the specifics, how did we deal with it and how could we have dealt with it now that we've had a chance to reflect? I think um, listening, right? So to hear, and then we picked up on threads to build on that were positive so that they didn't continue down that same route. If the t- if you have time to ask what they're needing out of today's session or today's conversation, that's helpful so that they're feeling heard, that they don't feel that they need to challenge you, that you're open to to going whatever direction they need to go. I think specific to this, it was a workshop and there was a number of people there. And I think we all, without even saying it out loud, realized that this wasn't the time and place to carry on this conversation that, yes, we were in disagreement with what the person was saying. So we just moved on. And afterwards realizing that yeah we could have done we could have butted heads with that person and really gone after it and said no no we disagree and let's talk but it would have taken up the whole rest of the workshop and you've got all these other spectators there so it when you've got a large group and one person is pushing your buttons you have to decide is this the time to take them on is this the time to to show them that we have a difference of opinion or is it we just say okay thanks let's move on and maybe we swing back to that person at another time later. When you think of a a principal in a school had a staff meeting and one teacher's really decided they're going to go down a certain route. 
I'm not going to have you hijack the whole rest of the meeting. We can talk later. And so you have to make those decisions on the fly. But you also have to realize that at some point, this person's really pushing my buttons. And I can either react or I can ignore and move on and maybe swing back later to it. Ignore doesn't necessarily mean never address it. It just means at that time, it's not worth addressing. Now, I noticed too, for all of us, we actually got a little quieter. We did. Uh, yes. <laughs> because we I didn't want deep to. Rest. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I think we were all mulling over. How should we respond to this? <laughs> and then I but, can't remember who. I probably used you, Stan, said, well, let's just move on. Okay, then. Yeah, and I think that's also one of the beauties of the restorative questions and just a restorative process is that if there's a point at which you get stuck, simply moving on to the next step. Okay, so we haven't got clarity on what's behind your action or motivation. Uh, let's just move on to the next step of, so how's this impacting you? And in this particular situation, we did reflect on. We did afterwards. And I think we'll deal with the situation differently the next time we encounter it. But we are, because of who we are and the work we've done, we immediately started to think, okay, I wonder what kind of day that person was having. And we started to think of the context of why they were talking the way they were, the statements they're making. Maybe this happened, maybe that happened. So we're trying to get that is it a shame response? Is it just a, frust a response out of frustration because they've had a bad day? So we're trying to almost justify their what their statements they're making. Not the least of the fact is maybe they absolutely truly feel that way. And that's fine. We can agree to disagree. But yeah, it was interesting. But that happens a lot as a leader. Or if you're a teacher in a classroom, you got a group of kids. You take that one kid on or you just say, okay, we're moving on. And I think your rapport or your relationship plays into there because in this situation, I didn't feel I had the relationship to challenge. Whereas in another one, I may be able to say, okay, what's happening here for us? I really don't agree. And we get into a different kind of conversation, but that wasn't feeling it there. That was the time to do that. No. Just know yourself and really start to reflect on your own, what pushes your buttons Keep that at the forefront when you're entering into conversations. When you know those, you're not going to be as caught off guard by it. You'll feel it immediately in your body when it happens. And then you can go, okay, they just did A, B, or C. And now I can take a breath and I can move forward with that. You know, we've all been there when our reaction to a hot button sets us off. Right at the moment, taking a breath or asking restorative questions can help. Reflecting afterwards can change your response for the next time it comes up. So know your purpose in the conversation. Is it compliance, change, calming? Want to find out more about our work? Go to www.restorative.ca, email me, stan at restorative.ca, and let's make reflecting on our own hot button something we do regularly in order to build connections with the people we meet each day.